song. Right. Amen. I'm looking in Acts 17. I want you to look at it tonight. I got a few things I want to say. God are helping me. Paul here went to Athens. Athens was a famous city in Greece, and they was the chief seat for learning. Learning's good if you're under the right teacher. Amen. Brother, a man can have all the learning in this world and not know nothing. Amen. Amen. Jesus, thank God, is the teacher. Amen. That's what a disciple's a learner. That's what a disciple's a learner of Christ. Amen. And uh, thank God for that. You can learn tonight. You can learn, thank God, daily in life in general. And uh, the Holy Spirit teaches you through him speaking to you. And in the book tonight, I'm not going to read all these verses. I mean, it goes through verse 16 to verse number 34. And I'll say some things tonight that might the Lord might use to give you some light. Amen. Hey, God, I was reading this this afternoon. I did some time reading on this text here. I preached from it several times down through the years. Uh, but there are some things that kind of come out to me as I was reading this afternoon. Uh, and Paul, what he said to them uh, in, in this text uh, and Paul was there by himself. He was waiting on uh, them to come. Uh, the Bible said when they, he said uh, he's waiting for Silas and Timothy uh, to come to him with all speed. But he didn't. Ha he did. He couldn't wait. He had to get out there and tell the truth, uh, preach the gospel, preach the truth of God. He's dealing with very uh, self-conceited, intelligent people here, as what they thought, but. They was blind to the truth of God. And also, too, in this text, uh, uh, the Athens was a city full of idolatry. And I looked up the word idolatry today. It just simply meant uh, that uh, what a man sets up in an image. In them days, there was a lot of images. Uh, and also, to the creation. They worshiped the stars and uh, the moon and all that, the sun. And you say, well, that's foolish. Well, if that's all you know, it ain't. If that's all you know, it ain't. Amen. Some people don't know. You think, thank God that they ought to, but then you don't know unless God tells you. But just common sense tells you that the moon can't do nothing for you. Amen. Or the stars or the sun. But they had to find something. Every man's got something bedded in him uh, uh, he wants to believe in. Uh, and that's just a fact. Uh, amen. Uh, I like what Spurgeon said he was talking about the other day. Uh, I was reading a little something he said. He said, the devil didn't in fact uh, fall in the category as, a, as an atheist. Uh, amen. He didn't get in that snare. Amen. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know if I really believe there's many of them. Uh, amen. As much as they say they are. Uh, he said, the fullest in his heart, there is no God. That's what he said. Uh, uh, Mr. Barnard said he, he, went, he, he wasn't changing the word, but he said, uh, uh, the fullest in his heart, that I don't need no God. Uh, and of course, tonight, there is a God of heaven. Uh, Amen. Brother, you can't, you, you, you got a brain tonight, this thing. If you go back to the origin of everything, of how these things come to pass, you'd have to believe, thank God, in a deity. You'd have to believe in a supreme being. Can I say that? 
Thank God we know who he is tonight, the Lord Jesus. Amen. By him all things were made. Not without, and without him was not anything that was made. Thank God he's the creator of all. Thank God by him and for him. Amen. Listen, in him all things consist. He holds it together tonight. Amen. Listen, all them things that are going on in the world, he's still got it, buddy. Amen. He did give the devil, ain't got a little room to run this world in his system. But thank God it'll end. Amen. Because the devil's going to end up in the lake of fire. Amen. The false prophet are and the beast. Amen. But Paul here got in this city here, and there was a lot of idolatry. In fact, it said there was more idols in this city than there were people. It was so heavy with idolatry and images and all these things uh, uh, that people bowed down to. Uh, uh, but you wouldn't understand tonight, brethren, because you got God in you uh, of all the things in this world that people do worship. Uh, amen. America's highly blessed tonight, even though, uh, amen, there's a, there's a lot, uh, uh, no doubt tonight, that's kicked against God and everything else and will not admit who he is. Uh, uh, but I'll tell you what, brethren, you go other places. Uh, amen. Brother Joe, you know about that. Uh, amen. The gospel being preached to God of heaven, you say, but we, you go into dangerous grounds. Amen. You couldn't even carry a Bible tonight in some of them places over there in Korea and places like that. Amen. They'd take your life. Amen. They had to hide these scriptures in some places, plant them under the ground and get come out and meet. Let's take a page and read it. Amen. Listen, that's the way it is in some countries tonight. They'll have nothing to do with it. Amen. They think we're, we're, we're uh, uh, my friend, this uh, uh, downright, uh, amen, uh, a bunch of fools. Uh, that's right. Uh, amen. Listen, uh, uh, but I'll tell you tonight, they don't know. Uh, amen. Paul, uh, thank God my friend didn't uh, uh, know he had a religion, but he didn't know. Uh, thank God that he met him on Damascus Road. Uh, amen. Listen, Jude Judaism, uh, thank God's a religion. Uh, amen. They, they believe, uh, thank God, they don't believe the Messiah. Uh, amen. They don't believe Christ is the Messiah. Uh, amen. They believe he hadn't come yet. Uh, that's right, but he has, uh, and he's coming again. Amen. Thank uh, God you say, how you know that? How do you know that? That's right. That's it. That's it. That's the only way you know it. I know we got the scripture testified, but that witness backs up what this scripture says. Listen, if it wasn't for the Spirit of God tonight, you would not have, you would not know 100% that this is a truth that God is in you. He bears witness with that. Amen, as the brother said, that's exactly right. Amen, and the witness is God himself. Amen, you and him's enough. Amen, and he's enough. But thank God it happened to you, so you got witnessing in it. Amen, but he said that in this city is idolatry. It's given to idolatry. And it said he was stirred in the spirit, or stirred in him, he said. Amen, about what he's seen. Thank God, therefore disputed he in the synagogue, verse 17, with the Jews. He disputed with the Jews. Uh, with the devout persons, uh, amen, in the market daily with them that met with him. Uh, uh, so they was in the marketplace, the streets, if I can say that. Uh, amen, he was out preaching, telling them about Christ. Uh, amen, and there's the philosophy today. He was in this philosophy. Uh, and really philosophy, uh, my friend, uh, 
thank God tonight, is, is a lot in this world today. Uh, uh, Paul warned them about philosophy. Uh, amen. Man's wisdom basically is what it is. Uh, it's man coming up with his own philosophy. Uh, amen. That was what was wrong. Uh, thank God in some of these letters Paul wrote, he was writing them because philosophy uh, had crept in some of the believers. Uh, amen. And, they, and that was the throwing them. Uh, uh, brother tonight, listen, this thing, uh, you better thank God uh, tonight you know the truth. Amen. Uh, thank God, friend, you ought to rejoice in the fact, praise God, uh, amen, identify with Christ as Lord and Savior, uh, amen, thank God, had our eyes open by the grace of God, uh, amen, know the truth, the truth made us free, uh, amen, delivered us from a sin, uh, amen, listen, uh, thank God, we ought to rejoice in that tonight, uh, we got a message, we got something to tell tonight, uh, it's ain't just me up here bumping my gums, uh, amen, listen, uh, thank God, I'm trying to spit the truth out uh, and let you know there's conviction in it, uh, there's reality. That's what truth is. It's reality. It's true factual evidence. Thank God. How do you know? By what he said, by what the word said. It's the scripture. He said according to the scripture. And brother, that's what this is. It's holy writ. It's a, thank God all inspiration. Scripture is given by inspiration of God. A proper doctrine, reproof, instruction, and righteousness that the man of God may be perfect through the furnished and all good works. It's the book of God. Amen. I believe every bit of it is Part of God. Amen. I believe this book here I got tonight. Amen. This King James Bible. Thank God is the word from the Lord. I believe it. I ain't changing. Hey, God, don't want to have you tell me that. Amen. Listen, brother, this is the truth, and the truth will make you free. And if you don't know it, you need to. I don't know it all. I don't even know a whole lot, but I know enough. Amen. I know him, and he is the book. Amen. And he knows me. I'm known a God. Amen. Thank God. That's a difference. Amen. Known a God. I don't know God like God knows me. Amen. He knows a whole lot more than I do. Amen. In fact, he knows everything. Amen. Listen, he got here in this thing. Amen. He says, certain philosophers, the Epicureans. Amen. Them the philosophers. Amen. Listen. And then he said, he encountered him. He some encountered him, him out there preaching Christ. Uh, amen. And, 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 and the Stoics uh, encountered him too. Uh, amen. Uh, and uh, they come from different little groups. Uh, ain't God, friend, uh, that tried to find these new things. Amen. Uh, uh, philosophies and all these things encountered him. And some said, why, why would this babbler say? Uh, What's this man that's babbling off these strange things? Uh, that we, he said they brought strange things to our ears. Uh, amen. Listen, there's churches that Salisbury be strange to them. Uh, amen. They don't know nothing but the works of men and Joel Osteen and all that stuff. Uh, amen. Just be a good person. This is your lucky day and all that mess. Uh, uh, buddy, I'm telling you, ain't no luck involved in God. Uh, amen. He's certain. Amen. Uh, ain't God, it ain't by chance. It's by truth. Uh, amen. It ain't no, ain't God be able to say, well, you taking a chance tonight, taking no chance. Amen. I'm in the will of God. Amen. Listen. Ain't God, you don't think. Amen. Ain't God, when Ruth said, go out there that field. Amen. Listen. Ain't God, I'm telling you, she knew where she was going. He told her to go out there. God led her in that field. That fell in Boaz's field. Amen. It wasn't luck. It was the design will of the of God himself, the providence of God. Everything, praise God. Amen. Works out according to his providence. 
and how he set it up. Thank God for you to get there. A lot of times you don't understand right then, but I'm telling you this. Amen. You can count on it. He'll direct your path and put you in the field he wants you in. Yes, That's right. Glory to God. He put him right here and nobody wasn't with him. And it was God that allowed that. Amen. He didn't, thank God, he didn't bother him. Amen. Listen. Thank God it said here that he preached. Thank God he said that he was a sinner for the strange God because he preached unto them Jesus and the resurrection. Amen. Thank God they took him and brought him in a Aragagus. Uh, that's, that's not a person. That's a place. That's Mars Hill is where it's at. Uh, it's a high hill in, in Athens. Uh, and, and they said, we want to bring you out here. We may know this new doctrine wherein thou speakest. Uh, uh, so he tells him, he, uh, amen, they said, you bring strange things to our ears. Uh, we would know, therefore, what these things mean. Uh, amen. Well, he told them, amen. Uh, it's got to be seen to know it. Uh, but you listen, uh, you have to be willing to get rid of your old religion uh, and your old uh, lives. Uh, amen. You're going to have to forsake it. Uh, ain't God to believe. Uh, uh, brother, as long as you hold on to a lie, uh, you'll never grab the truth. A lot of people's caught up in it, son. This is what they'll say. Well, my grandma went to that church all her life. I don't care. It don't matter to me. I'm not married to grandma. I'm married to Jesus. Amen. I love my grandma. Love my grandpa. He's a preacher. Amen. Love both my grandpas. Amen. Love both my grandmas. He didn't have no lead in me what I'm doing for God. Amen. They had some help in me. Uh, uh, but brethren, I didn't bow to what they believed just because they believed it. Uh, amen. And somebody said, well, I've always been taught that. Uh, that's what my mother-in-law taught me when I got saved and tried to talk to her. Uh, and I said, that Lord's Supper, that's no graces in that. There's no, that's not, I ain't got no saving grace in the Lord's Supper. Uh, she got mad. She said, well, I've been taught that all my life. Uh, and I said, well, there ain't none. Uh, ain't no forgiveness in it. Uh, amen. Ain't no extra blessing in it. Uh, I had a man come to church here one time. Amen. Wanted me to Give us, uh, I ain't got his daughter communion before. She's had surgery. Uh, I said, I will not. Uh, amen. That's the Lord's Supper. It ain't mine. Uh, and pr brother, listen. Uh, I ain't got this for the church. It's a church ordinance. Uh, amen. It ain't mine. It's a church ordinance. God uses me. And uh, I ain't got to distribute it. Uh, uh, but brother, listen. There ain't no healing power. I ain't got uh, in that. That's Catholic, that's Catholic doctrine. That's what it is. That's what it is. Brother. That's what I'm saying. These people depart from the faith, uh, giving heed to seduce the spirits and doctrines of devils. Uh, amen. Paul went right in the middle of, uh, I mean, of a religious society. Uh, they worshiped anything. Uh, amen. They went right in the middle of it. Uh, thank God, but the gospel didn't change uh, wherever he went. Don't change your message. Tell the truth. The Holy Ghost will do something with the truth. He ain't the Holy Spirit's not obligated to touch anything but the truth. He will touch the truth because he offered it. Amen. Notice what he said here. He said here they want to hear, he said these strange things our ears. We would know. Thank God I've had people tell me that. They said we never heard that. I want to say this about my mother-in-law. Thank God I told you a year before she died. She called me to her house and said, Joe, I know you'll tell me the truth. I know I'm starting to leave this world. What do you got to say about it? And I said, John 14, 6. That's the way. Jesus. Jesus. The day before she died, she said, Joel, can I do anything else? I said, believe on Jesus. Same thing I give her at her house. And that's when she raised up off the bed and said, the Lord Jesus Christ and laid back down. Confessed him. I believe she got saved. I really do. 
I'm not the God of heaven, but I believe, brother, it come to her. It was just like that. It come to her. You could see the reaction. Amen. When I said it, it was like God said it to me. Amen. How do you get him? He gets you. Amen. Thank God. That's right. If he gets you, you'll get him. Amen. There's truth that comes here. Spirit revelation. That's the way it is. But brother, if a man don't see it, he don't see it. You can argue to your book, but I'm going to tell you what a lot of this preaching was debate. It was. That's what it says right there. Hey, God, he, listen, ain't God in the marketplace. He disputed. He disputed with them. A lot of his letters is from false teachings. Amen. He's setting it straight and setting the record straight in religion. Amen. Listen, all these things, worshiping the angels and all this stuff. Ain't God, he pinned her down. And brother, the whole message was, it's not in nothing but Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. If you don't believe that, you don't know him. It ain't Jesus plus water baptism. I had a man argue me on the front row one night right here. He said, that man went to heaven. I said, how do you know that? He's believing water baptism. He said, how do you know that? I said, he's a church of Christ, ain't he? The church of Christ don't believe in the Holy Ghost. How can, how can you, that's, the, that's denying the doctrine of Christ. The, 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 thank God the Trinity how can you brother listen thank God all that started by a man to fool people Campbell Campbellites amen that's them thank God Russellites Jehovah Witness thank God denied the deity of Christ and somebody said they good people they going to heaven they going to hell tell them I said it you don't believe Jesus Christ is the only way in the son of God and God in flesh you'll not make it he said, he that abideth not the doctrine of Christ, I'm going to give you this verse. He that abideth not the doctrine of Christ hath not God. Yes. What he said. You think I'm changing the Bible because, hey, man, I got a relatives into some of this false religion. You can forget it. Hey, God, friend, I ain't preaching nobody in heaven. I couldn't do it anyway. Hey, God, you preach your own life. Amen. Praise God. Look at here what he said. He said, for all, he said, for all the Athenians and strangers which were there spent their time in nothing else but either to tell or to hear some new thing. Boy, that wouldn't be a good life, would it? Go sit around anywhere and try to hear something. Hey, man, you can go tell something else. But he said this in verse 23. I'm getting to the message. For as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I found an altar. An altar is a place of sacrifice. If you won't call this an altar, then you're going to have to sacrifice. You ain't sacrificing nothing for salvation. You're giving your body a living sacrifice. You're dying to self to live unto God. You don't live unless you die. That's the book. Unless a quart of wheat uh, 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 falls in the ground, uh, uh, brother, it can't, it's got to die to live. I don't understand all that, but it's just the truth. It's got to fall and die. Amen. And germinate, thank God, and get life to live. You got to die. He died that you might live. He, thank God his body is in a tomb. But brother, the third day, he rose again that you might live. Amen. God have mercy. Thank God, friend. These people going through this resurrection, uh, uh, preaching like it ain't nothing. Uh, it's something because this old man rose his own self. By his own power. No man takes my life. I lay it down to myself. I lay it down for a sinners. Amen. I take it up again. Thank God to justify them. That's right. Brother, I'm telling you this. He had to rise again. 
If you ain't living now, then go home. Don't come again if he ain't living. Go do what you want to. Eat, drink, and be merry. He ain't living. People act like that. Act like God ain't even alive. Are you saved? Well, I go to church. That makes me want to say, how dumb are you? The devil goes to church. Yeah, he steals the word out of the man's heart when he's preached. The God of this world blinded the minds of them that believe not. He ain't sitting down on a bar stool. You, you crazy if you think, oh, look what the devil's doing to all these drunk people. Brother, listen, he ain't at the, he ain't at the bar. He's, a, he's an, a, a, it shows himself as an angel of light. An angel of light ain't sitting in the bar. He's sitting in a building where people go. The devil, people's crazy. I think the devil's show, not going to show up around this church. He'll show up around here. He's got to have enough light and truth, thank God, to knock him back. He'll dwell where he can get by. He can tell all kind of lies to some people. Steal the word out of the heart. He said, just like this, like a bird plant. Boop, show. The seed's gone. Don't have no ground. He couldn't get the one in the good ground. It's too deep. Yeah, man. It's too deep, friend. That's a shallow ground. That shallow ground, the word fell on her. It sprung up, but it wasn't no root in it. Well, that's a good text right there, son. You better get into that thing. He got four pots of ground. He had the hard ground. He had the shallow ground. He had the thorny ground. He had the good ground. You better get that. You better hear. There's a lot of shallow ground hearers. Never got no root. Never did. Listen, we all go through hard times. We all go through backslidden times. But I'm going to tell you what, that in, them, in them times that you ain't where, and I ain't where I ought to be, there's still a witness of the inside that says, thank God, amen, I'm one of his. Even when Peter cussed and said, I know not the man, thank God he still had the root in him. Yeah. Amen. That's right, son. You know why? He went out and wept bitterly. Amen. He knew it. Thank God he had the root in him, brother. Listen tonight. Amen. Listen. A man can get some ways away from God. Amen. In his own mind and walk. Thank God, brother. I'm telling you this. He'll never get out of him. But these shallow hearers, I've had people say, boy, I like, I like what you said. I said, you do. I think in time we'll find out whether we like it or not. A lot of people like it when they hear it. And when it comes to living it, it ain't going to happen. Amen. You say, you live it all? No, he does. I don't live it. He lives it. He don't live it. It ain't going to be lived. He's already lived it, and now he's living it in me through a spirit. Amen. It grieves me when I don't. Why did Paul say them things I, I don't want to do, I do? He said, but them things I hate, them I do. Evil's present with me. It's old nature, Satan. Oh my, hey man, these spirits of the world, they're always trying to grab a hold of me and get me away from God. There's some things you can't listen. I hope you understand what I'm going to listen to me. There's some things that you can't get out of once you get in it. 
He didn't say fight everything. He said flee fornication. In other words, Joseph was in the Bible as an example. And he ran from Potiphar's wife. And I'd say since he was a, a, a man in charge of things, she was probably a nice-looking woman. And he was probably a 17-year-old boy, 18-year-old boy in Potiphar's house. And she said, come lie with me. And he ran. Why did Paul say flee it? Because you can't fight it. You can't fight against nature. You got to get out from... Hey, man, listen, I'm just preaching to myself and everybody else in this building. There's some things you can't get trapped in. Hey, man, uh, and, and when we get trapped in it, uh, hey, man, our, our, our strongholds in life are strongholds. Hey, Amen. You ever thought you was over something and you're not? Praise God. I don't have no problem with that no more. About that time you do. Listen, I told you this and I'll tell it to you again. I got to go on. I got to preach. I'm, I'm rambling too much. I knew when the Lord told me in 1992 when I sat there and watched Duke and Louisville, he said, you, you're a hypocrite. He said, you're telling them people to study the Bible, but you're watching this game. You won't study it. And so I got rid of it. Smell never left me. Never did. Never did. Smelled it, never left me for sports. Never did. So one day I was riding down the road, and a good brother, maybe he told me he listened to Kentucky. I said, you like ball? He said, yeah, I like Kentucky basketball. I thought, now this man here is a man of God. He listens to Kentucky. Surely it wouldn't hurt me to listen to it. Here, let me open the door and let you come in, sir. That's what I, that's what I did. I was riding down Jake Alexander in 1997. And I cut the radio on and I heard the crack of the bat. Boy, it started smelling good. I can justify anything I want to, but not before Amen. God. Amen. You can think of all excuses and justifications you want to. I have. That's the flesh. You can't justify it before God. You might justify it for yourself. Amen. And boy, isn't it amazing that the next day I went up with Sam's car wash, and sure enough, there they was up there playing on that TV. I said, boy, I didn't turn this on. I can sit here and watch it. <laughs> All the time it was being turned on in me. And you know what I'm saying? And so in 1998, Tennessee played in the NCAA championship game. I'm just telling you how big a hypocrite I, hypocrite I am. I was. I am still sometimes. And I told my wife, I said, Tennessee's playing a championship game. We ain't got a tea. We're going to go down to your mama's and watch it. <laughs> so Georgie don't care what you watch. So, amen. We went, called her and said, we got to come down here and watch Tennessee play. She said, well, come on. So we went down there and watched Tennessee beat Florida State that night. And I said, that was nice to just sit there and watch it. And I told my wife, I said, you know, this is kind of hypocritical. That you've taken us down here to watch TV, and we ain't had one in five or six years, and it's you, it ain't me. She said, it'd just be, as, it'd be right if you're going to be a hypocrite. Thank God, just buy one yourself. And I said, well, sounds good, but I don't want to see nobody see me buy it. Hypocrisy's eating me up, son. I mean, hypocrisy's eating me up. So anyway, we went to Lexington to Walmart. 
<laughs> and I told my wife, I said, I'm going to tell you what, we'll go back there and pick one up, but I want you to take it to the... <laughs> Hypocrisy. Fear of man. Bring a snare. But as a young preacher, because I had an image of preaching about all this stuff and getting fired up about it, then I had to uphold my image, you know. And the whole time God said, he's a hypocrite. I'm glad he didn't say I was a double-barrel hypocrite. But he said he's got some hypocrisy in him. I have to work that out, but it's going to take time. And you know what? The whole time, it was just trying to justify what I wanted. The flesh is deceitful above all things. Your heart is deceitful. Listen, it still is. And people say, if I can trust my heart, don't trust it. Trust his, his will, his word. Don't trust, don't trust your heart. Your heart will always pull against God. It won't go with him. He's only put in you a new nature that's true and holy and divine and right. And that's the way it is. Paul saw an altar and he said this to an unknown God. You don't know him. Brother, wonder if I know, I'm telling you, I know this to be right. There's probably been times in every one of our lives that somebody said, I thought that man said he knew God. I saw a fellow the other day, I was telling Miss Linda about it. Yesterday morning, a fellow said, yeah, listen to me on the radio. So I listen to you every Sunday on the radio. He said, I'm neighbors to the Parkers. So who else knows the Parkers besides their family better than their neighbors? Amen. So they said, yeah. I said, he said, how's Brother Shirley? I said, well, he's kind of been, you know, sick a little bit and everything, but they good people, you know, come to church. He said, them people's Christians. He said, he, I believe he used the word godly, didn't he, Meyer? Mr. Shirley, a godly neighbor. That's what he said. That's pretty good testimony. Not your wife saying it. Your wife would say either way. She might love you so much she'll say he's a godly man. Or she might say, I can't say. <laughs> Listen, who knows you better than your wife? Nobody. Who knows you better than your husband? Nobody. 24 hours about. Amen. Listen, friend. I want people to know that I know this God that I'm preaching about. Huh? Amen, I just don't want to say it. Amen, I want people to know it. Amen, and when people say that man's a good man, the godly man, and all that, it makes me want to get out in the carpet because I know myself better than they do. And if there's any light in me, it sure is the Holy Ghost because your heart in himself ain't no good. They didn't know God. They set up an altar. Uh, uh, brother, listen, uh, it's religion. That's all it is. Uh, it's religious furniture that they bow to uh, to think they could worship a deity. They were polyistic. They did not believe in one God. They believed in more than one God. There's a lot of people like that. Some of y'all watch Oprah Winfrey. You need to cut your TV off. She said there's, one, there's more than one way to God. That's what she knows. She don't know the God I'm preaching. The God I'm preaching, there's only one God. 
in three persons and in the fullness of the Godhead bodily is Jesus Christ who died for you and rose again coming back for you and he's seated at the throne on the throne and that's who you'll view when you get there amen because we're his bride amen listen he's the bridegroom and he's coming again for us there's not three gods there's one God in three persons Holy Spirit's as much as God as the Father and Son that's right People don't recognize that, but he is. Notice what he said. I want to give you this. I got to finish. No, it's been a little scattered. Notice this here, verse 24. God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in a temple made with hands. Right there is telling you that he said you're, I, wanna, I didn't get to this verse, but I'm going to give it to you. I'll read it. He said, in all things, you're too superstitious. You ain't that superstitious, are you? I mean, even American superstition's crazy. Rabbit foot, four-leaf clover, black cat, ladder. I went in the front door. I got a leaf in it. Buddy, you looking at a man that ain't got no superstitions. The devil tries to get me that way, though. He'll whisper them to me. I know the voice of God and I know the voice of the devil. And it ain't, amen. And I'm telling you this, hey, we're too superstitious. And that word superstitious means, hey, we're too religious. So let's look at this thing and see if we're religious or, or spiritual. Number one, God ain't in no temple made with hands. Your body's his temple. I don't think we'll ever preach it out of people. It will never happen. Never will. The, the church, this building is not, this is not the house of God. You're the house of God. Amen. He said, you're God's building. If that was the case, then if this is the only house he's got, we need to come more. <laughs> you his house. You his house. It's just the Western world, American language. We're going to the house of God. No, you're not. You are the house of God. You will never get that out. So how should we treat this place? Treat it with regard and respect. And Amen. Thank God because he's here with us. We're to reverence him. Where, that's right. When he comes, hey man, when we leave, he's leaving too. He ain't sitting on the pew waiting for you to come back on Wednesday. If you are, some of you need to come. But I'm telling you this, a religious people looks at all these sentimental things. Oh, please don't get rid of this pulpit. I preached on it since I got here. I don't have to even have, have a pulpit. I thank God for a place I can lay my book. What would you think if I come in on Wednesday? So I know most of you pretty, you know, you ain't, you ain't too superstitious that the pulpit was right there, what would be the difference? Right. It don't matter. See, people have built so religious mindsets on this is the temple. It's not. Your body's the temple. The Holy Ghost lives in your body. You don't live in a building made with hands. That's why I thank God he ain't no different. Listen, I believe I believe the first day of the week, I believe we come in the first day of the week. I believe when the church has a, a designed time to come, they ought to be here if all possible. But he ain't no more holy on Sunday than he is Monday. 
It's the same all the time. Same all the time. First day of the week they met, they heard preaching, they great offerings and sent. And listen, I, I know people say, you're trying to preach money out of this church. No, I'm not. I'm trying to preach the truth. I told them if you preach the truth, it'll work. When they took up offerings, it was for a need. They just didn't throw it in the bank. Somebody said, I was preaching to first daddies, you know, of our brother Grace. You know, I was preaching on some of this. And I looked over at him and he was smiling. I said, I told the church, I said, I tell any church, listen to this pastor. He's the pastor of the church. Because I'm going to tell you what, grace giving exceeds 10%. Grace giving does. He says, give bountifully. Give as the Lord's prospered you. Give willingly. Give cheerfully. And every, listen, I'm going to tell you this, son. Amen. You said Barth, right? What's your first name? Logan. I thought you said Logan. I like this man. I don't, I think I've seen him before. You remember me, any? Uh, yeah, I think you played us here before. Yeah. Well, I got a beard now. <laughs> if I don't want people to know who I am, I'm glad I got a beard and I wear a hat down. <laughs> huh? What's that? You can buy your TV now. Yeah, I can buy my TV now. <laughs> all you ever, if you, all you ever give is between you and God. It ain't between me and you. It ain't between you and Him. It's between you and God. So if the Lord blessed you, say somebody had a rich uncle and he sent you a hundred thousand. Just pray to God and see what He answers. Him bless you. That means if I want blessed of God, then I'm a give. Because I know God blesses giving because he says it's more blessed to them that uh, give than to receive. And he put that thing God on it. Huh? And I'm not preaching. If you want to believe all that other, that's fine with me. Huh? Amen. Because God's going to bless. Huh? Amen. If you want to throw, ten, ain't God, 10 seeds in the ground out of 100? Huh? Amen. Huh? Just throw them out. Huh? But I'll tell you what, you won't get as much if you put, amen, if you had put 50 out huh? or 100 out. Huh? Amen. Listen, God's the God of everything. We live in a dispensation that this Bible teaches that we're the temple of the Holy Ghost, not made with hands. Let's go to the next one. Neither worship with man's hands. Worship is in spirit and in truth. It ain't with human performances. It's with spirit and truth. Listen, I'm going to tell you this. I, I fell into some of that trap before. But I never thought running was an object of worship. I read the Bible. They said, boy, we had a good meeting the other day. I mean, there's a running, jumping pews and everything else. We really did worship. And I thought, that ain't worship. Worship in the Bible is people laying prostrate in the spirit of humility and thanksgiving and giving thanks to the Lord. Worship is adoration. Worship is, I love you. You're the only one. I adore you. Oh, I love you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. It's a prostrate position. It's not out running around. Amen. Having, uh, ain't God special singers? Amen. All that. Amen. What is that? I know in the Old Testament they had some special singers they could sing. But, brother, the New Testament singing is not a priority in the Bible. Now, I'm glad for the Old Testament and the Psalms. Psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, speaking, singing, mounting in your heart to the Lord. 
not entertainment. Best singing is thank God when people ain't when you don't think people's listening and ain't looking. Then you got you, you, ain't it hard sometimes? I thank God for the good singing this morning. I don't believe we got entertainers in here. We ain't looking to buy a bus. But I'll tell you this. It's about impossible sometimes to not feel that a little bit. That's right. I mean, yes, singing prepares you for worship. And when they sung that song Wednesday night, it struck me like a banjo. Amen. I mean, son, it just coming to me. And I said, praise God. And I felt like I was doing some preaching. In fact, even over there in the scripture, thank God, David played in Saul. Amen. And on that harp and run the evil spirit away. The music's good, but it ain't the word preached. Right. Okay. They say, we worship with hands. We, we do all this with our hands. We make all this for God with our hands. So they, you don't worship like that, spirit and truth. Spirit and truth notices he determined. I like verse 26. And made one blood in all nations of men for to dwell on the face of the earth and had determined. Who has? God has. The time before appointed and bounds of their habitation. In other words, can I say God was saying this to them through Paul? I put you here. This is your habitation. This is where you're, this is where you're at. Amen. Wherever you at, that's where you at. Wherever your body is, that's where you at. That's why God puts you in a place. He puts you in a place of a local body, but he also puts you in a place, thank God, of where you live. He puts you in Cleveland. He puts you down around China Grove, even though you've got a Rockwell address down there where your mama lives. He puts you there. He puts you up there in Woodleaf. He put me in Salisbury Rockwell. That's where he put me. How'd I get there? By his divine leadership. How'd, how'd you get here? You got here by the lead of God. If you come from another state, he brought you here for his purposes, for his time, and for such a time as this. Amen. That don't mean God would never move nobody because he does. But brethren, listen, there is a place that God has a man in a local church. And I'm telling you what, I'm a local church man. Ain't God pastors was given local churches, evangelists was. Ain't God it was offered for perfecting of the saints. I do believe in a church of the whole church. Ain't God made up, thank God, through local churches, a body of believers and saints of God. But this is the church God put me in for right now. Yeah. Amen, you say, preacher, is it all right to go anywhere else? Well, I ain't saying it ain't once in a while, but it ain't, ain't God if you're preaching. Are you, gonna, are you, you feel a strong edification. But they ain't waking up on Sunday and saying, I wonder where I'm supposed to go. Well, you know where you go to work, don't you? You know where to go home, don't you? Try that with work. You work down there in the spec. Go to Krispy Kreme, tell them you're here to work. Pretty good place. And then they'll say, well, where's my pay? You'll say, where's my pay? Say, we ain't going to pay you nothing. You ain't hired here. You just come down here to volunteer to work. You won't go back there. Amen. I'm going to tell you what, a lot of people get in a lot of trouble by not being in place. 
Joel Hyatt included. The skunk got run over, and I hate to smell them, but they got run over right in the road. They shouldn't have been in the road. Amen. Possum shouldn't have been in the road. Amen. I'd rather hit a possum than a skunk. Amen to that. That's right. I remember one night we was coming back from Brother Melton's camp, and I had to go up there and get a few of them and come back, and it was about 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, uh, and they were coming back, and I, didn't, I was in a little old Civic, uh, and, buddy, I hit one right head on, a skunk. It stunk all the way home. But I'm going to tell you what, I had to suffer for him not being in the right place. True in that. That's the truth in that. Hey, man, a lot of people, hey, man, have a family suffering, different people suffer because a man ain't in the right place. I, listen, I believe Elimelech left and went to Moab, but I'm telling you this, God had a plan in that thing before he ever went, and that was to bring Ruth out. Amen. Thank God to marry Boaz. Amen. And being a lineage of Christ, that's right. Amen. So don't always judge something for, for when it comes that way. You might have to find out later that it was right. I got to quit. You know, he got to preaching about that God. He said there, for we are also his offspring. Uh, he said, not, hey, God's not far from you. Be not, he's not too far from you, every one of you. He's not far from you. You can reach out and touch him. And have to touch him because he's in him. You know what? Listen, the kingdom of God's in you. We're not setting up some kingdom on earth. He'll set up one one day, but he, but buddy, I'm telling you, he, he and he'll involve us. But we're not here to set up a kingdom on earth. The kingdom's set up in us. That's where the kingdom of God is. Listen, a lot of people are just too superstitious. Listen, I hate to say this, and I know it makes some people mad. I don't understand why people take a million dollars and build a building and look back at it and say, that's a beautiful thing. Really? Well, it's going to fall one day. I ain't setting no kingdom up here. The kingdom's in me. When the king comes, I'm gone. Amen. It's that simple. I'm not living here too long. I'm 63, going on 64. Next month, I'll hit her. Amen. If I make it, I ain't got to be 64. I'll be saying it. My wife said, you tell anybody sick? How old you are now? Come here when I was 29. You wouldn't believe that, man. I was young, had some hair, weighed 150 pounds. I mean, look young. Never said look good. Amen. Listen, here I am, thank God, 30-some years later, weigh 201, ain't got no hair, done dropped some teeth. That's right. Go to beard, but it's a short life. When I come here, this boy, this man over here, I was talking about, he was about nine or ten. Now he's teaching Sunday school. If I could put my foot up on the pulpit, I would. I'd stretch it. It makes me happy to see somebody that was raised in this church. I mean, from child, from the, from his mama, bringing him. Thank God. When he was in conception, to now, and stand up here, teach Sunday school. 
and amazed at what God's taught him. That blesses me. I don't take no credit for it, but I thank God for it. That's the Holy Spirit work. That's all him. Amen. You say, what you got around there at the church? I said, some people know something about God. How many you got? I said, I don't know. We don't count them. God's got the number, but he's more concerned about the person. They ain't just a number. They're a person in his body. And there's liberty in worship. And it ain't made with hands. He's a God. God is a spirit. Jesus come and became man and is God. Thank God for him. You can get too religious, friend. Just get too religious. We do this, we do that. We don't do this, we don't do that. But it ain't in that. It's in him. Listen, two people in the Bible, two of them. Number one, Adam. He, one man brought sin into our life and death. And one man, thank God, brought life, hope, and the resurrection. One man. One. I'm going to tell you something. You get a hold of this. You think on this. He's in you. What can one? What can God do with one man? What can God do with one man that's not made by hands, that has his spirit in them? What can he do with you if you recognize the fact he's in you? It's amazing. It's amazing. All these people talking about all this other stuff, all spring, all this stuff. Brother, I'm telling you what, brother. It's all about Jesus. Every bit of it's about the Lord Jesus. Every bit of it. Let's stand. I appreciate you hearing me.